1: Or call 562 314 4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: The Around the NFL podcast. Hey, Dan, remember that Tytoons joke you made? <laughs>
2: you <fucking> idiot. <laughs> From the Chris Wesley podcast studio, it's Around the NFL. Dan Hansis, Greg Rosenthal, Mark Sessler. You know, money, money goes on pat McPhee show yesterday and he's just like remember when brian williams was the anchor of NBC, and then he told that story about taking fire in iraq an untrue story yes and he's like you know muddy listen he's a he's a raconteur he he knows how to tell a story but the facts were all over the place (laughs) all over the place do you ricky
3: do you have anything from that do you have anything? Yeah, I got two that really stood out. So this first one, we start with a nice compliment, right? So here we go. Okay.
4: Look at Dan Zeus's
2: rankings and and make your opinions on stuff. Does that do you? How often do you lean on Dan Zeus's
4: power rankings?
0: Zeus. Well, look, I mean, Dan Zeus. Again, you said it. Unfortunately, we've tried to keep it a secret, but you blew the top off it. You know, he scribe he, his scribe is a stone tablet, and his pen is a lightning bolt. <laughs>
2: Oh, that, that was good so that, that was, was really nice that was beautiful that was really nice yeah. and
3: then McAfee followed it up with okay like does Dan get a lot of SHIT in the comments yeah. like because what you do and so this is what money had to say
0: but yeah I, he gets he gets absolutely wrapped in look why does the commissioner make 38 million bucks a year because he suffers the slings and arrows for the 32 owners. Why does Dan make probably somewhere between seventy and eighty-five grand? (laughs) 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 swings and
5: arrows.
0: (laughs) That was was really mean.
2: Uh, Accurate money. He's an ass. I like him though. Um, Yeah, but anyway, no. He had said he went on this long story about like how he came up with the Zeuser nickname because it it bothers my dad or something. I was just like, money. What? Where are we coming from with this stuff? He he fabricated. You know what happened to Brian Williams? He had to I go do. to MSNBC. He lost the chair to Holt.
4: So. Yeah. Like, well, so have you have you talked to money? You, you're, oh, so this is We've just being okay. a
6: storyteller. The story's, you know, sometimes true. <laughs> Don't need to be true. Yes. Anyway,
2: that was that was cool though. Uh, McAfee's a fan. And um, that'd be great to get McAfee on this show. I bet he would be awesome. Um all right. Now. We got a big show coming up. This is the week 10 preview. It's also, by the way, Veterans Day. And that's important. And I know you boys, as proud Americans. Like you know, you know ball. Like you know, for instance, the strong safety of the Houston Texans is Justin Reed. No, he's the free safety. Eric Murray. I knew that, didn't have to look it up. But do you know? Little quiz here, boys. Uh, the six major branches of the US mm. military uh Ricky uh, hit me up with little dings both boys uh, let's see what you got
4: oh we've got the marines boom that's one we've you want to go greg you go for you it you got the army got it you've got the coast guard got it you've got that's the you got the air force got it you've got the navy got it and Is i it? believe you've got the merchant okay. marines okay uh no okay nope but uh, you're that's, that's great greg i had all those five What's
2: after that? There's there's a new one that that's a little controversial. Oh, is the space, space force. The, yeah, the space, space force. The galactic, you got it. Galactic
4: it individuals, right?
2: Came in in a December 2019. A little bit controversial. Some people mm. saw it as a vanity branch of a certain.
4: I think it's
6: you could, you could look
4: at it that way potentially. Um, Some people. But
6: think those are the branches. Calling like a free or strong safety. That's controversial in these days. Is there really any difference? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Go go to ourlads.com and you tell me. It's nice to see you. Um, Kind of making nice with the armed forces after the Marines dropped our television show sponsorship, <laughs> which was really we—they loved watching us. We got a lot of great feedback. It's stunning. And suddenly, it was gone.
4: They yeah. have been our—I think they were as a group our biggest fans during the you know the lockdown in the Corona time, um, huddled up watching everything that we do. And
2: uh, yes, I, I don't—I don't hold it against the Marines. I don't think it's ever a good idea to hold things against the Marines. I—I I do have both my uh, grandfathers. Uh, were um, active in the military in World War II and the Korean War. And my brother-in-law, Staff Sergeant Tanner Bates, with the old guard at Fort Myers, also did multiple tours of duty in Afghanistan. That dude is a hero. And I love Tanner. And if you're listening, but... Thank you for your service.
4: My grandparents as well in World War II, and Tanner has other talents. We hung out with him during Super Bowl week, and I would just say he's not – you can't put him in a military box Tanner alone. Tanner and my brother, yeah.
2: still to this day, the only uh, Super Bowl guests that when we finished the Super Bowl taping at, what, 3 a.m. and got back in the stadium, they were still ripping it at the TGI Fridays <laughs> in the Minneapolis Hilton where we were staying. <laughs> That I mean, that they, they, about set, they were
4: set apart as guests. I would for multiple reasons. All
2: right, let's get into the business of today. We're going to go through all the uh, week ten action tonight. The old Zeuser, nickname I came up with, um, will be recapping Thursday night football: Ravens and Dolphins. Check that out. I got a special guest that will be joining us uh, that is connected to the Miami football team. Uh, we have the Bears, Bengals, Giants, and Texans on by. We're going to get into all of it, but let's start with the big news that came down uh, this morning, uh, Thursday morning. Cam Newton's back with the Panthers. <laughs> I mean, this is wild. Yeah. He has agreed to a deal with Carolina, um, and the deal pending a physical at this time is worth up to $10 million for the rema- remainder of the season, including $4.5 million guaranteed and a $1.5 million roster bonus. And uh, listen, this is the face of the Panthers, the most famous Panther ever, the former number one overall pick, the former MVP. Took him to a Super Bowl. Should have dove on that fumble, but we're not going to dwell on that. Uh, but ultimately, Greg, isn't this. You've been dwelling on it for six years. I know, but come on. <laughs> you got to get on the ground. Um, isn't this ultimately, Greg, and maybe this is the right move? Sam Darnold's hurt with a busted shoulder. Um, kind of an indictment of the entire situation in Carolina a little bit. How are we back to Cam? Uh, just two years after you kind of kissed him off and said, we'll be better without
6: you. <laughs> because they've made terrible decisions. I don't think Teddy was a t- truly terrible decision. I don't think so either. But they moved off him. The giving him a, a second year guaranteed was, was not a great idea, especially if you were going to get off him to downgrade significantly to Sam Darnold. Because it's funny, if you put 2020 Teddy... Uh, with this team and this defense, they're probably like a fringe playoff team. Like that would have been enough. And I think they look at this defense that they have now, which is really good. And they think, let's try to win games. I've seen people say, what's the point of signing Cam Newton now? Like you're not going anywhere. It's just going to maybe hurt your draft. It's like, If I'm going to be involved in a sporting activity, how about we try to win the games that we're playing? He's clearly an upgrade on Sam Darnold. I've never seen, I've only seen PJ Walker start one game. He's very likely a. a a big upgrade on PJ Walker. So let Walker start this week. Uh, see what happens. It's fun. It maybe is worth it even for the social media content alone. Well, I mean, they're going feel, big on that. It
4: feels driven by, by that to some degree. I mean, this team is kind of freaking me out at this point because this was a playoff team in my book. I, I thought they would be. I mean, I'm just going a little bit out of the It's chances, a limb. I think. I, I, well, yes, but but I think from a over larger... Over Walker
6: and Darnold. I, yes. I really that, think so. That's okay. the
4: micro, but from a macro angle, this is a front office slash coaching staff slash ownership group that gave the Jets a 2021 six-round pick and a second and fourth in 2022 for Darnold, who was a total risk to begin with. And one of the biggest moves that David Tepper, a powerful owner, made when he, when he showed up was basically to say... We are moving on from Cam Newton. And it's just super odd that he's back in the building. And a, a little bit awkward, you'd think, would, for
2: Cam, too. But at the same time, Cam couldn't find a job. So Cam well, so said, I'll go there, back. But he's, yeah, he's but beloved. also, like, these are the same people that kicked you out the door. Tepper wasn't the owner when Cam was a the star there. Rule wasn't the coach. And they said, we are moving on to a new era of Panthers football. You're not good enough anymore. We're going to find Teddy Bridgewater. He'll be better than you. Oh, no, no. We're going to find Sam Darnold. He'll be better than you. We're going to try to trade for Matthew Stafford. He'd be better than all that stuff has fallen through, and now you got Cam. So it's still a Band-Aid, though. Let's look at it. Let's, let's be honest. Oh, they are going to go all out next year again looking for a quarterback, and I think they're going to either – we don't, we don't know anything about the draft at this stage, especially this room. But, like, this is not supposed to be a great quarterback uh, draft class, but I would be stunned if the Panthers don't make a hardcore move for either Deshaun Watson or somebody else because I think this has become an embarrassing situation for the organization. Absolutely. And I you agree. have to look
4: at what players they passed on in the draft at the quarterback position. They supposedly loved Mac Jones. Eight
6: games, though, and it'll be seven, I guess, that camp. Start. Like, that's a long time. You're not promised anything in this world. The – They're looking for a seven seed. They're looking to have some fun. I think Cam Newton fits pretty well into what Matt Rule does, getting rid of the ball quickly. It's going to be a lot of short stuff. Use his athleticism. I thought he looked better, and the reports were better, for what it's worth, this offseason and in the preseason. Than he did a year ago. I think Bill Belichick absolutely gave him a big endorsement behind the scenes uh, to Matt Rule, and I, I think that probably made made some difference in Matt Rule. Who you got up vaccinated, to so
4: that helped too.
2: Oh yeah, that was good. Uh, let's hear from Rule real, real quick uh, on why they
6: made this move. My job is to try to win right now. Our, our fans aren't paying money to watch us try to win in two years. That being said, you're also trying to build a Super Bowl caliber team, so it's this. It's
0: this balancing act of doing what's right long-term while also trying to win at the same time. And many times those are the same thing.
2: So that's what he's saying. We're trying to get better this year, but everybody knows that Cam is not their quarterback of the future. Unless, which would be really funny, if he plays <laughs> yeah. lights, he gets in the lineup next week or whatever, plays lights out, and then they give him an extension. That would be amazing.
4: Don't do that. All let right,
2: right. Uh, we're going to get to the Panthers a little bit later. They're playing the cards uh, this week. They eight and one Cardinals, best team in football. But let's start with the primetime games the Kansas City Chiefs Chiefs at Las Vegas Raiders Sunday night football at Legion Stadium in Vegas and um, you know this feels like a uh, another test i like the all these like the chiefs they're always in primetime or they got tony romo involved or you know they're everything that they're trying to figure out is happening in front of the world. It seems like, and now here's another big test, Mark. This is not an easy game. Vegas plays well at home. They've had success in prime time this season against other good teams. Uh, And the chiefs very much still, even with their defense being better lately are trying to figure things out. And it's tough to do in the middle of November.
4: Yeah. I kind of just feel like we're never going to come to grips with what the chiefs are this season. And I have become, on the flip side, just fascinated with the journey of Derek Carr, someone that highly annoyed me for uh, most of his career. I've just never been into the experience, the, same, the way that you have, Dan. But if they can prevent the typical Raiders swoon with Basaccia's bump, then... Uh, you <laughs> don't, know,
2: don't say it like that. Oh, well. That's disrespectful. I mean, it's the Basaccia bump.
4: Okay. Well, you've now the, the way A's you silent. said. I like that. I like that. But yeah. I wasn't trying to be well, you disrespectful. You said
2: the Versace bump.
4: Well, that's how I speak. <laughs> that's just how I speak. But <laughs> I think if you're in Kansas City, though, I mean, part of it was it wasn't just Patrick Mahomes. It, it's the defense was such a mess in the last couple of games, like especially last week. I thought you're getting pass rush. You're getting you're getting pressure on the quarterback, and they've improved a little bit on that side of the ball, and that helps. I don't, I just I see them as an average, middle-of-the-road team. They get Clyde Edwards-Hilaire back. They've said he's looked great in practice. I think that matters a lot for them to get him back. Well, will they use him, though? Like, Will they take advantage of what they
6: do best, which at this point is run-blocking? Like, it's so funny that we spent the whole offseason talking about their offensive line. Like, Can, can they solve it? And it, that's all they were focused on. Don't worry about anything else. Let's just worry about the offensive line. The offensive line looks great. Like Creed Humphrey is one of the best draft picks in the league. Yeah, he is. I told you guys that. They're all run blocking uh, well. Orlando Brown, other than that one game against Miles Garrett, has been fine, and it's a big mashing group, and yet they don't really use them that way. Like, will Andy Reid actually run at the Raiders? Because that is, to me, how you attack the Raiders. Let
4: me ask you, like, Uh, the one person that's received zero critique during this Kansas City swoon autumn... Is Andy Reid? Do, do you do you think that Andy Reid should get a little bit more Reed heat and for what's enemy. happened?
6: Both of them, you know, sure, because they've been stubborn, and they just haven't been able to figure it out. I mean, maybe it's just their players aren't playing as well. You, you know what worried me about last week's game was when Reid talked about the last drive, the last throw, really, from Mahomes, and he was like. That was a vintage throw and drive from Kelsey Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. It's like, who are we talking about that you right. need to be saying it's a vintage drive? This guy's 25 and is one of the greatest players, in like young players in NFL history. And we're having to say we're getting vintage drive. Teams change, though, all the time. They were like a top five team in terms of yards per play. In the first month, and they've been almost at the bottom in the last month. So they could change again. It,
4: awesome. is, it is stunning that we're at Patrick Mahomes, is now at the point where he's having to answer questions about his playing style and if he's still going to take shots downfield and be the guy I, he right. was. I don't but, think
6: we know who they are because they've been so different even within this season. I think uh, it's the biggest surprise of
2: the year. And, Absolutely. Uh, the Chiefs having so much trouble moving the ball and being explosive. On the Raiders side of things, so, you know, they're coming off a loss against the Giants. Uh, just such a. Listen, the Gruden thing was one situation. The Henry Ruggs tragedy, that was a whole other thing that was dropped in the lap of this team. And going on the road to face the Giants, I kind of just say, okay, let's see where they're at now. They're back home. Uh, They have Deshaun Jackson on the team. I like this quote, by the way, after Deshaun Jackson got unhappy in L.A., it's really not about myself at this point. I'm, ask, I'm not asking to get the ball 100 times. I'm not asking to play 100%. Whatever the role is that fits, just let me play it to the best of my ability. So the Raid, the Raiders have Jackson in this rug's. uh position as their downfield threat. We'll see if that makes a difference. I like that Darren Waller was back in the mix in a more profound way against the Giants. It was a disappointing game for their offense, but I thought they've gotten away from Walt Waller strangely this year. Like his first game of the season, they targeted him 19 times, which was extreme. That crazy (laughs) win over Baltimore.
4: I thought it was fitting. Totally I mean,
2: and then you're thinking this guy's going to break every record for tight ends and he's kind of been off the radar for them. And, but he wasn't on Sunday, 11 targets, seven for 92 Against hmm. the Giants. Keep Waller involved. He's your best offensive player.
6: They, they've dun- dinked and dunked the last two weeks out of nowhere. Carr under six, average depth of target after he was bombs away the whole year. So I hope that's not for good. They did score 35 a game in two games against the Chiefs last year. I kind of like the Raiders in this game, if I had to take one. So do I. Um, their offensive line, I thought, played a little better. But but the Rugs thing is hard to talk about, but it's so significant, not just because, you know, they. <laughs> This guy's life is, is forever changed, and the and the woman that he killed is forever changed. But it's like he's gonna get his, like he's going to jail, like his life as he thought it was is over. And all these people on the team know that, and they're gonna play through that. But just from like what he meant to them on the field, he was really significant. He was exactly what they wanted him to be this year. Right. He was playing great. He was close to prime Deshaun Jackson, which was like what they hoped for out of him. I, I think that's lost a little because you can't replace that speed. They Brian Edwards was a little bit of a mess trying to go into that role last week and and that that part of the equation I think is significant, that you're not you're not replacing him either as a player and, and that does change who they are.
2: All right. Let's move on to Monday night football. The Los Angeles Rams coming off that humbling loss to the Gravers it's uh, their name yeah and <laughs> it's great branding yeah you. head to Santa Clara great news anybody that wants to get a W head to the San Francisco 49ers home stadium to face the 49ers this is the Niners' last stand and for the Shannon heads out the Kyle heads out there the shanahan heads the Shanna stands shannon stands nice um that's a that's a mean like one. a like a oh really okay I mean a good one good job I um know. Mark for the Shannon stands out there. This is a big one because if the Rams come into your building and embarrass you and drop you to three and six uh, and you you look as bad as you did last week when Arizona played its backups and beat you in your building, you're going to hear. I'm not saying he's on the hot seat, Kyle Shanahan, but it it starts to like exit the realm of impossible to me if if this thing really takes a turn and that could happen in primetime on Monday night.
4: I'm with you. I don't know what hot seat would mean, except I think that the shine... He could be fired. I I don't think think there's any scenario. I I think the after... Look look what happened before Kyle Shanahan was there. They had a series of one-year coaches who totally failed. I think that they... I think he's safe, but I would say that we are now at a point where like the think pieces on Kyle Shanahan have turned into ripe and open critique of a number of things they've done. I think if you look at the DeForest Buckner trade that didn't really work out. They went and got Javon Kinlaw who had a knee injury, knee issues coming into the league and is out with knee injuries right now. Like who are the leaders on this team? Like who who is holding anyone accountable? And I we we don't have an eye in on some of that stuff, but I'm just looking around the the, the Niners roster and wondering What that's about. And I think it starts also, and it's sometimes just this simple. You had a master plan at quarterback. It is mid-November and it looks like no plan. It just looks like there's an absence of a plan. And I get that they wanted to, they've been real about wanting to just use Jimmy G as long as they can. But I don't know what that tells the rest of your team either. I, I think that they're just a discombobulated mess and they're getting a Rams team that was totally out-muscled, out-physicaled, and beaten up by the Titans last week. A Titans team that had like under 200 yards on offense. It wasn't so much the Rams' defense, but that was, I wonder if you're the Rams, because you can afford a loss here and there, a wake-up call to some degree, and it's not going to happen two weeks in a row. Hmm.
6: I thought you were about to lock it up there. There Am
4: I allowed to lock it up?
6: Mm-hmm. Loud. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of yeah, games that are not well, lucky this it, week. It's but. well with it. Why i
4: locking up the Rams. Oh, oh. The,
6: wow, the Shanistan. Wait, so you weren't until I asked you? That was Whoa. good. Well,
4: I I like that one because well, the, the other thing is the Niners have lost eleven of twelve home games. Come well it on, all changes
2: people. on Monday night because I'm gonna No, I'm not going to, but that is notable. That you want to talk about the most shocking things the Kansas City Chiefs offense being earthbound. Sessler locking up against Shanahan on the road on Monday night in November. I never thought I'd see the Mm. day. You
4: have to turn evil sometimes. (laughs) You and I are atop the lock standings, We're doing great. Me and you are having great seasons. You've got to get
3: sinister. you're not alone either. Oh. Oh, yeah? Wait. Hello, heroes.
0: It's Phil again this week, (laughs) and we are going to set the Wesleyan Brothers lock situation straight. It goes like this. Nick sends out a group text to the brothers, and we throw out suggestions, and then Nick pretty much does whatever the hell he wants after that. We haven't used one of Eddie's locks all season. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, there is an Eddie Westling. Lots of times (laughs) I don't even know who we're going to lock until I listen to the pod. That being said, Nick (laughs) agreed with me this week, and we are locking the Rams over the 49ers. They won't lose two in a row. Shout out to Phil from Australia who sent the swag and letter to Ricky. Classy move from down under. Until next time, heed the call. Nice. Uh, yes. Nice with the heed the that's, call. I'm in mean, good company. I, I, I yes, like, you are.
6: I like the pick. I do think that you can make the case at least that this is like the last thing Kyle Shanahan has, which is a little bit of a mastery over Sean McVay. They've killed him the last two years. They've won four oh, straight. Oh, that's a fair point. And they've pushed him around. Like I, I think they've pushed him around. Pre-Matthew Stafford, but fair enough. Right, but they've partly done it because they're so big up front. And you ask, like, where are the leaders on this team for San Francisco? I think it's supposed to be on defense. And that's gotten lost in the shuffle. They're mediocre on defense right now. Fred Warner, big-time player, not having a great year. Nick Bosa should be one of their leaders. Good, but not great year. Uh, Eric Armstead, one of the highest-paid players on the team. They're so banged up at cornerback that that's where you just think the Rams are just gonna have so many mismatches, and this is the time to beat them. But when I've watched these two teams play in the past, it's kind of been like the big, tough, physical team against uh, a lighter-weight offensive line in the Rams, and sometimes that's worked. That's worked out pretty well for the 49ers, it, like did for the Titans. Uh, Jordan
3: Rodriguez. I, Rodrigue I from was gonna say athletic. this is spicy. Mention yeah. this. Uh, She just tweeted that I will say after a couple conversations today, I'm getting a strong sense that the Rams are very much in play for OBJ. Nothing certain yet, obviously, but they're in this thing.
4: There's another little nugget to that. She asked Sean McVay about OBJ, and she tweeted that she said that he had the biggest grin when responding, and he basically said, I'm focused on the Niners. Less, as in less need. the GM, is always doing work behind the scenes. So I mean, Von every, Miller might not be their final been, move.
6: Like, here's what I've learned from the OBJ sweepstakes, that he doesn't care who he talks to. I mean, whoever their representative is will talk to everyone. It's the spray method. It's like on Contra when you've got the spray machine gun. Sure, he, there's about 15 different reporters all saying a ton of different teams. And here's the other part that I can I, – I'm – it's a prediction, but he's not getting good money. No one's offering him a good contract. That's why he's still a free agent three days into it. Like, he's, if he got an offer that he wanted, he would have taken it two but days if, ago. The if you're him, is though, strong. versus
4: you're hearing the Saints, you're going to go to the right. Saints for the rest of the season, like, this kind of fits. That's that, all I'd that say. Would, so that would it? be
6: so beautiful.
2: That would be so beautiful if he... Barked his way out of Cleveland because he didn't want to play for Baker, and then he plays for Trevor Simi- Simeon, exactly. And Jason Hill. That's not happening. He's going to play somewhere with a big-time quarterback. Uh,
4: um, I might go have a talk with him if he winds up with the Rams ten feet from our workplace. All right,
2: Greg, I'll indulge your hyperbole. Uh, you're saying that the Niners finished three and fourteen this year with losses to Jacksonville and Houston. <laughs> like Kyle Shanahan is
6: I a think- OK. I think he would stay safe, just knowing the history <laughs> okay. of Jed York, their owner, how much he buys into Kyle Shanahan. Got it. Maybe John Lynch. Like maybe things could change, or they take away certain power. Uh, I I think he is in it to win it, and would give him they're, one more. How year about this? Pace. What
4: if let's say Trey Lance a week from now is the start of the rest of the season, and he's a disaster, and they go three and thirteen, and you've given up everything. I mean, to get yeah, him. this is like the worst possible
6: not, scenario. But even then, I think firing. they've got a chance.
2: They're not going three and fourteen, right. but that Trey Lance now is the only thing that's keeping his jo- job security. And that's gives him a year. I think
6: Jimmy's played his best two games of the season in a row. And I think that's, what's complicated, uh, benching him. But I think if they lost this game, that would be the I mean, time. It shouldn't even be if he's, too complicated.
0: But right. But yeah. I'm All just right. saying, yeah. let's
2: uh, take a break and then get to the draft.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring,
1: It's got standard third row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: All right, here we go. It's the draft. And by the way, we mentioned the lock standings, Greggy. Mark and Dan atop the standings at seven and two. Mm-hmm. The Wesling brothers at six and three. Uh, the listeners five and four. Greggy at three and six hurting. Ricky uh, sacrificed herself, fell on the old grenade.
6: Nice move. I locked up the Panthers that.
2: last week. Uh, lock job. off win for the Zeuser. She falls to two and six. She wasn't allowed to play one week because Greg was... <laughs> The patriarchy. That I know, but <laughs>
4: if you look <laughs> at their two <laughs> <laughs> records, that seems well, like it might yeah, have been a next level move by Greg because she could have oh, been wow. tied with him had she right. yeah, won I, that week.
6: My right. my locks right now are like that season for the Cowboys after they won back to back titles, and then they got the White House, which they called uh, just it was basically some house they partied in and did a lot of drugs, uh-huh. and they called it the White House, and that that's my, why that's the what's happening to you. I guess. I, I'm just saying the some championships to dirt. It's a good
2: know? thing there's no uh, drug testing. Um, all <laughs> right, let's get to the draft. Greg, you have the first pick. And I could jump you one last time this season. I'm not doing it here, though. Just letting you know I can. I have that mm-hmm. ability. And I could. I, and I could take
6: – Kind of
4: drapes over
6: everything Greg does, mm-hmm. that power. And I could take um, – the Browns, Patriots. I would welcome you to. You're more, Mark, than a- but I'm not going to. Right. I want Seahawks, I Packers. I want the narrative bowl. I want Aaron Rodgers returning from the COVID list. Well, soon everyone's assuming that he is. Uh, he he can't get eligible until Saturday, so we won't He's know playing. for sure. But I want Aaron Rodgers. Perhaps one last time in this really underrated NFC rivalry of the last decade. One of the defining ones. They've, they've had some classic games. It's like the two maybe best quarterbacks in the NFC along with Breeze over the last decade. Russ is returning. Rodgers is back. Maybe they're, maybe they're just going to trade teams in the offseason. Like Rodgers for Wilson. Who says no? I would do it from both sides if 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 Russell Wilson made it. Oh, the in, Packers would do it in a second. Right. I guess the the Seahawks only would if if Russell <laughs> in Wilson a second. was making their lives so uncomfortable and do saying remember, like he won't return. Mark, do you remember when we were getting absolutely destroyed
2: this summer for even insinuating that Aaron Rodgers might be a little bit of a pain in the ass?
4: Right. Because if it's not that, it's we're getting killed for something else. But I'm, that was a that, that was going. Saying, on. I was
2: rich. I'm not saying that we should take a victory lap for that, but I'm just saying. Everyone now acting surprised that he's a little bit of a pain in the ass.
4: I think we have a good read on people, Dan, in general. And in that case, we were, you know, targets locked on. That was
6: not a victory lap, but, you know, it should be noted. But don't you you think, like, Russell Wilson is so mad right now that he is, like, the B or C story (laughs) of this game? He has been chronicling his... Uh, recovery best. from injury day by day. They favorite. set it up at a way. It was so easy to see that he was going to be out from like 8 to 10 weeks. They have used the word miraculous repeatedly uh, to talk about his recovery. He's been like doing he, like <laughs> I, if the Seahawks even wanted to like raise any question of whether he was playing this week, he didn't allow it because like he had videos on from like the room where he gets cleared and uh I love that, and I love the fact that the Packers have owned the Seahawks uh, in this rivalry in Lambeau. Obviously, you remember that NFC Championship game, which is one of the most painful Packers losses of all time. Uh, but in general, uh, the Packers have been better here, and they've been very resourceful. To me, this is just like a classic reg- like Week 10 regular season game. You're I'm not going to get better than this. I'm annoyed because that would have been my pick if you didn't pick it. I think it's uh, – because beyond the
2: uh, Aaron Rodgers – drama beyond the fact that Russell Wilson's back this makes sense like Mark for instance you stuck a fork in the Seahawks I don't agree with that I think Seattle's got a run in them I think they'll be sparked by their turn of Wilson I think their defense was always going to probably get better uh, and they they had a nice get right game into their bye and I expect the Seattle Seahawks to make a run so that sets up well for this to be a a really fun game to watch I I think I'm going to go with Green Bay but I think this is a field goal game
4: I think you're missing That's something about right that fork that I stuck in Seattle. What? That the the tenants of that deal were that I would send a large a large yes of financial contribution yes. to the Seattle-based My Little Pony uh, group. Right. Which mm. I just kind of want to do that. So I did right. something rash. Well, you
2: are the vice president of that. Particular I group,
4: I don't belong so. to the board. I'm not part of the group. I just I I <laughs> that my motive was you know not what you think. They were they were competitive with with Gino, which I mean. Gino's coming
6: are off. Are we a, still
5: talking about? No, Gino? no. but How are we talking my about
6: My point Gino is, right you just played three <laughs> games where they could have gone three and zero with their backup quarterback. They have figured right. out things on defense. The yes. idea that this defense was a total tire fire feels like it, it's old news now. They're the seventh
4: best defense on third down. They've allowed twenty points to the Saints and Jaguars. They have. They did this last year a little bit.
6: And I just get that feeling
2: that that Jamal Adams interception—it's coming.
6: Just, At some point, it's, it's so coming. We're still talking about Jamal Adams. <laughs> All right.
2: Fair enough. Uh, the problem with Russell Wilson is, like you're saying, he overplayed his hand. He should have hey. <laughs> nailed it. Um, it. It just was a little bit too, like, obvious from the jump that this is how it was going to play. I don't know how he could have done a better job shielding it, but I don't know. I liked I like the uh, quote he had. he had. He got the pin taken out of the finger, washed it down, thankfully, took a picture of it, and on Instagram, no more pin, time to win.
4: Like, I, the first thing I thought yes. when I saw it is, this I, w- I want to know what the pin looks <laughs> like before it's been washed. It's got to be quite a sight. Uh, yeah. You yesterday.
3: have some just some stuff going on. <laughs> what you want to look at that pin?
4: You want the, you want the yeah. gore. I want to see what it really. Graver's what it saying doing. he
3: knows what they look like.
4: Well, Why, is Graver a dollar too.
3: Yeah, here he is. Graver's on
2: top of the world lately.
4: I'm not the you only person this? that thinks that. I'm assuming. Graver, the most dynamic man.
2: And we just we haven't been really piecing it together till now. What he hurt his hand? Doctor Graver. Yeah. What do you know about this?
5: I broke my wrist in half when I was (laughs) thirteen, and my parents are nostalgic people and keep things, and we still have the pins from that. And uh, I could tell you exactly what they look like. They aren't pretty. No. They're pretty gross. Let's get together after the show
4: and just exchange. (laughs) Did you? (laughs)
2: Well, this is before Instagram, or maybe in the um, early stages. Did you have some type of no more pin time to win? posting after it came out
5: <laughs> i wish i should have but no all
2: right good all right let's uh move on to the second pick i'm annoyed greg but i respect the game the reason why i thought i was getting it because i thought you were gonna go get saints at titans but you didn't but i will uh graver keep the headset on because we've got to touch base with you uh uh kevin Bayard. he re- he went out of his way and he did the athlete thing where he kind of nagged you a little bit, but you you put out some film study of um, his tremendous gameplay of late, and he came back. And what did he uh, write exactly with the quote retweet?
5: He gave me a, this is actually pretty accurate. Nice work. <laughs> That's about as good as it gets. That's
2: as good from for for somebody that you never played the game, for him to say, this is actually pretty accurate. That's good. Check out Graverman on Twitter at Titans Film Room. I Nailed it. Thanks. Let's see how we're plugged in on you, buddy. Um, I w- So the Titans are 7-2. and two. I'm, I'm not even going to mess around here. I'm locking up the Titans this week, Graver, uh, because I just love where they're at. I feel like the Saints are in a vulnerable spot right now uh, where they need a lot of things to go right. Behind center, Alvin Kamara is banged up. Uh, they're going on the road. That this Tennessee team is playing with such purpose and such confidence that I feel like New Orleans is catching them at the wrong time. Where do you come down on this?
5: I kind of agree. I think it's going to be a tougher game because New Orleans defense is good and the Titans didn't even try to throw downfield last week because the O-line was banged up. But if you get Taylor Lewan back, you get Nate Davis back on the offensive line, they could be in a good spot. Mm. I really think this Titans D line needs a nickname because they're just dominating up front. Mm. And the one that I like most that we've seen on Twitter is the Tennessee Tickle Monsters.
2: <laughs> mm, that should do it.
5: Can we make this a thing? Tennessee, why are they the
2: tickle monsters?
5: Because they just, like, harass you to the point where you, like, want them to get off you and you're pushing them away. Or I don't well, know.
2: let's workshop it. That's a good yeah. start. That's a good starting point. Do you Tennessee think that if you monitor.
4: were to tweet that at them, that they'd say this is, you know, you're going to get pro Kevin Bayard uh, responses <laughs> to that? It feels a little cuddly.
5: It, it does, but, like,. Purple people eaters was a big nickname well, that's and fair. that's kind of right. a silly facility.
6: Yeah, but they're eating,
4: they're like legit they're eating people.
5: That's true. That's but, tight, that's yeah, like the, you
6: can play off Titans. It's also a very big defensive line. I mean, I know every defensive line is big, but they're especially big just their size and girth. So, uh Jeffrey Simmons. Girth, yeah.
2: Um so the Titans had um in week 9, they had 28 points, but those those interceptions by Stafford really uh, obviously played a big role. Now, they had 194 total yards. Um, only 16 first downs, season lows across the board. So what do you see, Mark, with the Titans here? Do you have concerns about them moving the ball uh, in this spot against a good New Orleans defense? They
4: played a good Rams defense, but yes, because it was an aberration to some degree from what you'd expect from them on that side. I, I still believe that another week without Derrick Henry will help you know Ryan Tannehill and friends sort through some of their issues, but the Saints... Our third overall in defensive DVOA. Oh, hit it. What well, we got?
3: All right, you guys. This from Ian Rappaport, free agent, wide receiver, Odell Beckham Jr., is currently finalizing a deal with the Rams. Oh!
2: Bang. The Rams.
3: The Los Angeles Rams. I mean... How high is their salary cap?
2: Like, what you're, maybe what you're saying is right, Greg. That he just—it's not going to be big money, and they still find a way to squeeze him in. So he now joins a wide receiver group has Cooper Cup, who's had all-world production. Robert Woods, Van Jefferson, Deshaun Jackson left, obviously, uh, and now Odell Beckham fits in. <sighs> kind of. Uh, is he going to get the? Uh, is he going to get the volume that he needs to stay happy? That would be my obvious question
6: i guess you wouldn't go there unless uh you believed it you
4: know like like unless you were okay with that it's it's something else for it suddenly puts matthew stafford into an interesting place because there's going to be non-stop microscope action on how that how that plays out i hope it doesn't change any of the dynamic between stafford and cooper cup and this offense was working really well, so it's an X factor. I'm not. Sh- I, I think it's of the landing spots they mentioned. I think it's a good one for him to have be on a team that could be. There'll be a playoff I mean, team. It's definitely Super Bowl not going to be like
6: crazy, crazy productive. Like if he could match what Robert Woods has been doing, which is like on pace for a thousand yard season. To me, that would be a win that you add that to the mix because. <laughs> I how, what about Robert Woods is thinking? Right, right now. Robert. Robert Woods probably <laughs> lose a little. Higby loses a little, but there's only so many yards to go around and uh, I think he's going there to show that you know to 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 go win and to get the shine of being from the Rams maybe a little bit like like the Bucks wide receivers did a good job last year I think being selfless yeah. and, and playing for a team and seeing their numbers go
2: down chapter
3: had it first not Ian I'm sorry that was my that's bad. all right my that's bad
6: all right
2: Ian had the report as well so that is that's another they're a fun team the Rams you, whether you like them or hate them or think that this is a good strategy ultimately or not. They're just like, we're going to collect as many assets as possible. All
6: these guys and, and see if it all comes together. That's interesting. All right. And, and I bet he's getting paid almost nothing. Which is crazy that he? I don't think he. We'll find but he's out. He's making four million for nothing for the.
4: Right. Rams. I mean, they, he, they he also talked about Any decision Browns. he made was about not just to be on one team this season for the <laughs> end of the year that he wants to have a long term relationship potentially with I, the Rams. I love it though because, I don't know. It's just a. It adds a lot
6: of like value I think to watching the Rams and everything, yes. and it's just like. Go for it, just like make make our lives more interesting. I don't care if it blow like if it blows up, it's not gonna harm me either way. it's well like, that would be interesting copy too.
2: if because you saw the last guy that was a star veteran of the past, Deshaun Jackson. He said, I can't take it. I need to have a front-facing role at this offense. And he walked. Odell's already done that once. I've, that's an interesting place for him. To you have
4: replaced Deshaun Jackson with Odell Beckham. That's good front office Right,
6: work. and just think of, like, the mismatches are outrageous in terms of the route running. Like, Odell can still run routes. Whether they were the routes Baker was expecting all the time, like, those are three guys, Cup, Woods, and Odell, that can get open. Guy, it is Life should be pretty easy. If well they now get he'll C plus performance. He'll from their be on his line. best
4: behavior now. I can I, you know I can see how it's going to work out. All right. Well, we, I, Mark, should I, that, what should I be doing? Did running around Mark clapping? Mark did not need gonna... another reason
6: to um, <laughs> <Did not> quietly <laughs> the Rams. root against. The I Rams. just, Rams. just locked up the Rams, here. so. You could change that if you want. If you feel He's
4: probably not know. playing this. Video. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> that, again. You have to be cutthroat with the locks. All right, let's. Mark, you're up. Well, I'm going to go Cleveland and New England, the team that Odell left. Greg, I I thought you might take this game. I, for me, I think if you're the Cleveland Browns, what they did last week against the Bengals was about as good a result as you could possibly have cooked up in your imagination because you got a good version of Baker Mayfield. The deep ball with Donovan Peoples-Jones worked. The secondary, which has been getting healthier, was all over the place. I mean, the first couple drives against Cincinnati, it was like, okay, maybe they're going to give up 600 yards passing in this game. But – They had money turnovers left and right and they dominated a team that everyone was squawking about a couple weeks ago. But I don't view that as a signature win. The New England Patriots in New England, Kevin Stefanski versus Bill Belichick, that would be a signature win. And I'm kind of monitoring, obviously, because we have Nick Chubb who is dealing with Corona and he has vaccinated so he has a chance to play at this point still. Alex Van Pelt said there was some hope that that could still happen if he gets two negative tests. But across the way, Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris are both dealing with concussions and did not practice on Thursday, so that's another banged-up backfield from a team that wants to run the ball a ton. Right.
6: I want to know if those two guys are healthy because I love this running back room that the Patriots have, and Stevenson adds a lot of juice. And he they're is not, fun to watch. They're not going to be the same without him, especially because that's what they want to do so much. And I look at these two teams as just mirrors. I I just think the Browns. And the Patriots are so similar in so many ways. They both have a pass rush that's been great. Like, Barmore, Judon uh, are getting after it up front right now for the Patriots. The Browns, obviously, are extremely talented there. They run. They want to stop the run. But the Browns are better at everything. Like, the Browns are better at running. They're better at rushing the passer. Uh, They both have coaches who I I think are trying to – turn it back to 1994 Cleveland like Bill Belichick used to do. And to me, like, I've been surprised to see the Patriots become such a trendy team. I, you are not the only person that put them in the Super Bowl. On the is that NFL right? NFL who else that? I nice. know at least Jim Trotter because he said it on NFL Network. And I've All seen right. everyone's expect. And, and they could, but I still think they've got a long way to go. Like, they are playing, they're, they've changed who they are defensively, and it's worked. They've played zone a lot lately. But Mac Jones is coming off Two pretty slow games, and I, I am curious to see if, like, this slump Mac Jones is on is going to continue. That's what I come down with, with the
2: Patriots. Um, I think they are a good team, but whether or not they are anything more than a fringe playoff team or a one-and-done playoff team, it all well, now goes back to does Mac Jones develop and mature at a faster rate um, than they expect. And I just think the last two games for him have been, you know, well, two games those. was – pretty brutal. Uh, last week, I don't know, sometimes he doesn't have that awareness in the pocket and he just gets
6: creamed. He's getting that, pressured a lot and he it's does get pressured. speeding him up in terms of what he wants to do. So
2: that's I think that's the recipe for a Browns win here that Miles Garrett and Clowney and the rest of that line get after it and really make things miserable and and harass Jones into making some mistakes because I think this is the type of game, I don't think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. I think the team that makes the fewest mistakes is going to probably come out top. This feels like a 2017 type game. I I would probably uh, pick the Browns if Chubb was playing and maybe pick the Patriots if he's out. Uh, It should be a fun one.
6: I took the Browns. I took the Browns, Chubb or not. Uh, but I, I agree with everything that you said in terms of it being the defensive low scoring. The, the thing with the Patriots is that they've been, been a little sloppier than people I think realize just in terms of penalties and mental errors. I, it ha- they haven't put it a, together a totally complete game yet.
4: Yeah, you could say that about Cleveland too. Sure. I would just say the next thing after what Baker did last week is what's been missing this, this year beyond the signature win. You're down by six points with a minute, 30 seconds Ooh. to go. You're on your 12-yard line. He marches them the entire field and Who wins do you the pick? Game. I pick Cleveland. I mean, even without Chubb, I think they're going to win this game. If they don't, they're a hot mess at 5-5. and five. I don't know about mess, but... I'll, I'll
2: tell you about hot messes. Um, the consistency is the last thing you want to see from the Browns. If they can start... And I got a feeling they're, might, they're about to get hot, Mark. And about at the end of this month, they're going to be seen as the best team in the AFC. I have a feeling they're about to get hot. Now, that wow. doesn't mean they're going to win the Super Bowl because the thing, and especially with the quarterback, it's kind of like this... So you need it to be like this when January hits. Uh, podcast audience, I'm pointing my hand upward <laughs> to the sky. It's striking. Uh, but it feels like we might be headed there uh, for the Browns. I feel like they're in a good spot. Let's see how that's it all That's why I'm out. locking
3: up the Browns. Oh,
2: wow. <laughs> all right, Ricky. What could go wrong? Looking to get, Oh.
3: No, that's exactly. You worried about that? That's exactly what I'm doing. No, I think
4: she's doing the reverse jinx thing that she did the other week.
3: Exactly what I'm
4: doing. Yeah.
3: I mean, the, psychological Patriots, the Pats have 16 takeaways. They're the, they're the fourth most in the NFL. Baker with the shoulder. This defense, I don't think, I'm not trusting Mac Jones in this offense, but this defense could be an issue. Well, sorry, so the Browns Mark. are going to take it. I'm sorry, Mark. Yeah, I've lost I all. Got it. I, My 2017
2: know, has to go now to uh, the other side because Ricky
0: just locked your team
4: up. She's gone down <laughs> like Black Magic Avenue and I don't enjoy
0: all right, of it. All take a break. You go into your shower feeling tired.
2: Mark, it's
6: snakes
4: Well, you. you've got to be
1: strategic and pick your – are we going to do another breaking news strip in the
4: middle of this? What's What's happening over don't there? Don't take it personal. Stay okay, Keep on moving It was Odell
6: Beckham signing.
4: Okay. That's, that it, seems I worthy. guess it qualifies.
3: <laughs> yeah, to don't you do. – okay, I won't do that again then. No, you
4: no, should because it,
2: Erica, it serves – you did your job as a it producer. It serves the listener. Yeah. Uh, it's not about Mark me. Mark doesn't like to be interrupted.
3: Yeah, no, I'm really sorry, Mark. That's okay. I'm really sorry. I've taken us off
4: track by complaining about that. Mark never gets
2: interrupted on our show, so he's just not used to
4: it. It is jarring. That's what it is. You jarred me. Um, But but not only did
2: it it was a a breaking news (laughs) that interrupted Mark, it was about Odell Beckham, who Mark hates more than Hitler. So you you put all these things together. It was a rough one.
4: There might have been a slight exaggeration in that last statement by Dan, but uh, I'm going to go Minnesota at Chargers. 4.05 4.05 p.m. if you're on the East Coast. 1.05 p.m. if you're here on the West Coast. Minutes from us. <laughs> Why are you I don't know. breaking down
2: the time zone? I, I love that. The, <laughs> the Vikings, to me,
4: are the most bizarre team in the league, and I've already mentioned that I feel for their fan base. Kirk Cousins is on pace to throw 32 touchdowns and four interceptions. They, No team in the league has and allowed fewer sacks on offense or generated more on defense. Like These are the recipes to a team that should be, uh, if not dominant, it's certainly 5-3 and three and not 3-5. and five. How are they 3-5? and five? And there is the Dalvin Cook situation. It sounds like he's going to play, but we can get into that. That is a thorny uh, off-the-field scenario so, for the Vikings.
2: Dalvin Cook, we haven't talked about this yet on the show, um, allegedly abused a former girlfriend, causing a concussion during an altercation at his home last year. This was originally reported by the Star Tribune. In Minneapolis, this is uh, cited from a lawsuit and uh, the newspaper reported that the woman filed a lawsuit in Dakota County uh, accusing him of assault, battery and false imprisonment. Cook's attorney said his client, he said that Cook was assaulted by the woman after she broke into his residence uh, and in a statement on Tuesday night said that she later tried to extort him of millions of dollars. So it's a he said, she said situation, really ugly details, um, ugly pictures, ugly, ugly, yep, upsetting photos connected to um, this situation. And I think it's something to keep an eye on how the NFL is going to handle or not handle the situation. And we ne- there never seems to be a clear path to how the nfl does this type of stuff uh but for the for the time being david cook the most important player and we can talk about kirk cousins and we can talk about justin jefferson but ultimately it is Dalvin cook that's their best Mm -hmm. most important player
6: his availability is certainly in doubt in the long term well mike zimmer was asked if it was a distraction and he said not really so i don't i don't know what kind of answer that was the reporting on this was was so bad with Schefter, you know putting out the news trying to get ahead of the story before it happened from the agent's perspective, it came out of nowhere that he, he was the victim of that. Cook was the victim of domestic abuse and extortion and, and there's pending litigation with no other context involved. And it got me thinking of, of just what we were talking about with the Deshaun Watson reporting, like that yeah. it was almost ex- exactly what we were talking about, that it was not presenting context. And he, he has since apologized for it. That he, he admitted, Schefter admitted that he did a bad job of journalism and didn't, didn't try to present uh, both sides, which means he got he got called out for it, not just publicly, but I, I'm sure by his bosses. It's 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 troubling, and it's it's a team that I I think it, it might break at some point. I know they've been really competitive; every game is is close, and it's often against really good teams, and they barely lose. I think this is a week where they might lose by more than three points. You know, I, I look at their defense from a week ago and they played 98 snaps and they've lost two of their best players in Peterson and Hunter. 98 snaps is insane. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Now they got to go cross country uh, to L.A. Not only did they play 98 snaps, five or six of their starters played all of them. Like Everson Griffin, who like was going to retire at some point and they brought him back in to come save the day. Like he, he was playing 88 snaps. I, I think it's a tough spot. You mentioned the sacks that Cousins... You know, not taking to me—that's part of the problem. He, his whole point of existence at this point seems to be to avoid to take a sack, and that killed him in the Ravens game. I, I thought where he got rid of the ball too quickly, and they—they they knew when they blitzed him late that he was just going to dump it off, and they could rally to the ball. These are all a lot of reasons. You know, the the snaps being the number one why I'm going to lock up the old bolts. Okay,
2: you're lo- locking up the bolts. So here's
6: the problem. You're
2: trying to instill logic upon a Vikings team that is illogical sure. by its very nature, and that's why. Although I, I like the Chargers, don't I? Don't trust the Chargers yet. They haven't been great at home yet uh, in the at SoFi Stadium. Um, That'll be a road game. Would it surprise? Would it? Yeah, it will be. There's going to be thirty thousand Vikings fans in that building at least. Would it surprise you all if the Minnesota Vikings go there and play great? It wouldn't because they've shown that's that's what their DNA. They're very unpredictable. But, like, when you study the games, you see why their record is what it is uh, compared to what their numbers are. Like... Kirk Cousins is having a great statistical season, but they're way too hot and cold on offense. So they'll get the counting numbers in the top of the game or maybe a late drive or they'll pick up some yards in overtime. Uh, But then when you look at the game, there are just large swaths of a a game on offense where they disappear. Uh, There's a lot of checking down. There's a lot of uh, throws short of the sticks, uh, more than you would think in recent weeks. And their running game, it's been hot and cold, and now you have Cook and what's going on with him. Uh, Their defense, in in addition to playing 98 snaps, gave up 500 yards uh, last week. So it's a coin flip, like which version of the Vikings show up. But since it doesn't make sense for them to play lights out on Sunday on the road, that's why they will. And that's why I think they win the game.
4: I, I do think, though, like Dalvin Cook's situation, Alexander Madison. I mean, Dan, Mark, and Greg could run on this Chargers run defense. It's they, they almost invite you to. So, you know, they got away from Dalvin Cook. They got away from Justin Jefferson last week. Like, stick with it. Show us something consistency. Two 14-point two leads against the Ravens. How many people are going to do this with the Ravens? Climbing back in. The Colts, <laughs> the under, Vikings. Come on. It's on your radar.
2: All right. Let's uh, move on. You took the Seahawks. Oh, you monsters. You guys took all the late games that I wanted. So I will go and grab the bills at the jets. Um, all right. The bills. So they have the thing. Now they have that thing. I wanted to reach out to Baldy and I wanted him to give us like a, what is the too high safety shell that is, scaring the Bills, supposedly, just like it's messed up the the Chiefs. What is this defensive scheme that is causing havoc upon the unstoppable teams of a year ago? And and the layman's terms-like description of what the issue is here is you're taking away the downfield strikes by having more discipline in the back end to look out for guys going downfield. And the way to beat it is with a run game. So how do the Bills get their run game cooking? Because if they could do that, Uh, with Singletary and or Moss, then you would think everything gets back to normal. But if they go to the Meadowlands, and we know the Jets are another team that's a little Jekyll and Hyde this season, and they have another game where the offense can't get going, God forbid they lose the game. uh, We're going to be really trying to scratch our heads, figuring out who's going to win this AFC, who's going to win the AFC East. This is a very important game uh, uh, for the Bills. And you wouldn't think that. You would think they're going to roll over the Jets, and maybe they will. But I don't know. There's a little Mm. bit of juice to this game.
4: It's one one of the first times where Sean McDermott, I think, like the timeline of the Bills has been so pristine with everyone's development. He basically said, we thought we'd be farther along with this run game. It's been one part of their offense. Zach Moss has a concussion right now he's dealing with. They just have not been balanced on that front. And you look at the way the
6: Jets were embarrassed defensively by the Colts and the Patriots, it was almost the exact same. The Colts took the Patriots' playbook with all these – like, kind of wham blocks that, like, power running teams can do where they invite the defensive line to go upfield. And, like, that's Salah's M.O. That's, you know, that's where he comes from. It's like these these interior Don't even, like, worry about the gaps. Just, like, get penetration. And they, ah. both of those power sort of offensive lines, you know, were synchronized enough to take advantage of it, run on the outside, and just, like, you know, make them look bad. They, they embarrass them. The Bills don't really have that. They, you know, that's why teams like the Patriots and the Browns, in theory, want to be able to do everything so that you can adjust to the game plan to your opponent. Like, the Bills don't really have that in their arsenal in terms of their running game. I'm not particularly worried uh, about them, but their offensive line last week was the reason they lost. I didn't even think Josh Allen played that bad of a game at quarterback for the Bills despite all, I mean he made some bad decisions late I think it was graded I think he, by PFF as the worst quarterback I, I game get of the it. season. And he he went crazy at the very it was just it was football outsiders and there's aren't oh, okay. necessarily grades those are just numbers but it, he he kind of at the end just started throwing stuff against the wall but I thought he played pretty well his offensive line was a joke. I mean they, well, they were totally too. dominated they were, and they were injured. Yeah.
2: Uh, on the other side, uh, Mike White will start for the Jets at least one more game, and Sala left the door open that, you know, he could stay there. Um, uh, they're playing the old, we'll start the boy when he's healthy, but if Mike White plays well in this game, Zach Wilson's not playing because this the, the one thing Buffalo still has cooking here is a great defense. They're the number one overall defense uh, pretty much across the board by a number of uh you know, defensive metrics. So while their offense is still trying to figure things out, the defense has been something you can count on. They, you know, they gave up three field goals, a loss last week in Jacksonville. Uh, gave up 11 the week before against Miami. So they're, they're, they should be okay. But if Mike White uh, lights them up here, that would be a lot of fun. By the way, Mike White spoke today. Uh, play that, Ricky. Love this guy. Why do you think you were under the radar for so long?
0: I, I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, that's that's definitely the scouting departments and across the league and what their their interpretation of me is. And, and I've told you guys countless times, I have 100% confidence in myself. So if you ask me, I, I should have been a, a first overall pick.
2: Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. First overall pick. Well, he played like it two weeks ago. Let's see what he does against Buffalo. Right. Let's
4: just say in another world he lit it up for the rest of the season and became like the dude, like what, th- where does that leave you Dan with Zach Wilson and the rest of it? I don't care about anything. If I have a quarterback, that's awesome. Uh,
6: you know, let it, God sort it out. It would yeah. be <laughs> quite an insane story. If Mike white holds this job for the rest of the year, Oh I, oh, I maybe unprecedented. Someone find me something similar to like to this in NFL history, where like a number two pick would lose his job midway to this guy who's never played before, right. but he's going to have to keep stacking it. They're going to want to look at Wilson. If white struggles, I do think that there's a little bit of awkwardness though, that like Josh Johnson and white have eight touchdowns in, in two games and, and Wilson at four. Like Josh Johnson threw the ball great against the Colts, too. Got demoted. Right. And <laughs> yeah. he's back to the practice squad. Flacco is now the backup. So there's something strange about it, but it's probably not the well, a bad thing Wilson about it, to be on Like the bench. Wilson,
2: they wanted him to be ready. He wasn't ready. Right. He was struggling. And they got bailed out here because they, they planned poorly by not having a, a safety net behind the boy and now Mike White appears out of nowhere and again he's played one big quarter. Maybe they thought one Mike good game White was awesome good, all good along,
6: which is to their credit.
2: So it wouldn't if the if Mike White ended up starting the rest of the season and they either I don't think they're gonna he, listen, let's see how Buffalo goes first, but I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. If Zach Wilson is their locked and loaded starter next year and he they tried to start him uh, with the season as a starter, didn't work out, they let him learn and get a little bit more maturity. I don't think that's absurd. It's just the process was a little funky, but that's the Jets. Um, All right. Up next is Greg.
6: Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's what I say
7: when
2: uh,
6: I'm not ready. Searching for your game. No, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to take another 4 o'clock game, and that's going to be Panthers-Cardinals. Uh, who knows? Could be Colt McCoy versus PJ Walker. In another world, it could have been Kyler Murray versus Cam Newton. It's probably uh, going to be Kyler Murray versus PJ Walker. We Actually, Matt Rule has confirmed that PJ Walker will get this one start. He did start uh, in week 17 last year. Looked okay. Certainly better than he looked in his mop-up duties two times last year. It's asking a lot for P.J. Walker to go up against the number two defense in the NFL in terms of DVOA uh, and the way that they've controlled the line of scrimmage and expect him to do much. But Matt Rule is a guy who's known for his creativity. Like Joe Brady, let's see it. You got a week to get something going with P.J. Walker, who is a short, fast, Big-armed quarterback who revived his career with the XFL. He's been on the fringes of the NFL for five years. Like, this is an opportunity for him. But, man, it's an uphill battle to have to play
4: the Cardinals in, like, your one start of the year. On
6: the
2: road.
4: They are banged up, though. Arizona is – they've got issues all over the place. Like, we'll see. Chase Edmonds is not going to be in there. Rondale Moore's dealing with a concussion and a neck injury – are we sure Kyler's playing? It seems no, we, very questionable. We, it's actually. very
6: questionable. He says he feels a lot better, but it's another one we might not know until the end of the week. AJ Green is back. New Hopkins, we don't know. Didn't practice Thursday. It right. is a mirror It's not a miracle, but it's imp- so impressive that they played that well last week with that many people missing. It's not a
4: miracle him. when Colt, Colt McCoy just says, "Put that on." He me is a and miracle, handle
6: like it. your son, like a little miracle, mm-hmm. double miracle. All cults are little miracles. I feel like.
4: Well I what mean, did yeah. Cynthia Freeland Hook called him. little pony? That's sort of what it means. It is a little pony sometimes when I miss uh, a small
6: horse. Colt Sessler. We were just at his birthday party, that was a, but when I when I haven't seen him in a while, he's a beautiful young boy, oh. you know. Well, I just you. I just drive <laughs> nearby and I see his poster that his oh, that's right. preschool has hanging on multiple um, corners Weird. in my town. It's Colt Colt Sessler's picture, no longer goes to that school. No. Didn't ask for permission. No but permission. But he, he's smiling, and I, I think he's – he's.
4: I have I don't have facts on this, but actually in, I
6: believe enrollment's gone up 400%. I, I, wanna, I,
4: I, I think wanna. that we actually – I think they did seek permission when you we signed some sort of waiver which said you, you can do anything with our child's
6: This image. is
2: technically our yeah. boy now. It was in the contract. <laughs> right. So he's on loan to you at this point. I,
6: I always point it out to my kids in the back seat, and they're just like, what? Who? What? Who cares, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, it's called Sessler. I'm, I'm excited.
2: Um, all right. <laughs> Let's move on, Greg. It's snakes to you. All right. Oh, wait. Uh, I just want to say, um, I want to see Christian McCaffrey back another week. They're going to – I mean, you want to talk about – he's always been the centerpiece of their offense, but now when you have P.J. Walker as the quarterback, uh, they're probably going to be a little bit predictable on an obscene level, on obscene level in this game.
4: And with Cam Newton, I think they'll be rather predictable when he shows hmm. up. I don't know. Well, I think they want yeah, to be super little, run heavy,
2: and they're going to continue that. option keep... Cam with a – We never saw Cam and McCaffrey together, did we? Oh,
6: yeah, we did, right?
5: I feel
7: like it's so. We funny. did. Yes, yeah, we yeah did. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we did.
6: Uh, what if P.J. Walker has like a Mike White situation, you know? Comes Wait, in, plays great, Cam and gets flackoed, like, oh.
4: and he's just on the sideline, but
6: he's oh, been paid be a ton of money to be there. That would be it's great not, if know. the Jets cut Flacco and he signed with the Panthers. Also, Darnold – we didn't if... even mention Sam Darnold's – Naming all of this, I, I, I guess I, he's, we're, he's as, hurt. we're assuming we're assuming his career in Carolina is over. I mean, that's more likely than not. I would say he's out for four to six weeks, but at this
4: point, that feels like a his buy ceiling. I think now, if you want to sell tickets, his career needs to. Be I hope over he's, in he's not checking
6: like mentions or Twitter today no, his, or anytime. This it's week. it's sad and it's just the way it, his career has worked out.
2: Like everybody, and I'm one of them that was like, just get him a better situation, he'll be better. And that was the case for three weeks, which made it even more funky when it all fell apart. Heart. I think his ceiling now uh, where we stand now in November 2021 is like Colt McCoy's career like mm-hmm. hang around as a backup he'll I think, keep
4: getting chances because of when he was drafted I don't know dude I'm not, don't I'm not I'm not saying to start There's I'm saying kind as of a backup. level where people are just like oh, no, I'm saying as a backup it. oh yeah like, no. like, he could like he'll, he'll, a, he'll yeah. be in the NFL for a decade plus but not a starter he's a good
2: dude he, he's a hard worker he does have draft pedigree so I think he'll get a backup job and probably get pretty good backup money next year. But I don't think he's going into any camp with a mm. chance of starting. Oh, now. Sure. Could be in
6: a, in a quarterback battle in Pittsburgh. Blaine Gabbard, Gabbard got that? a Super Bowl ring and like, you know, right next to Tom Brady on the float. You know, that could be Sam Darnold. Yeah, someday. Sam Darnold. All right, let's take a break.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better.
1: Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit hyundaiusa.com or call five six two three one four four six zero three for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
6: Back to you, Greg. I'm torn <laughs> here. Why am I so torn? I'll go. I'll take the Falcons. Cowboys. Uh, watch Matt Ryan. Another week, live, the new Matt Ryan, playing great. (laughs) The new Matt Ryan. He kind of is, though. What's new about him? Tell me. His running ability, (laughs) his movement. (laughs) I'm not kidding. He's moving better. There's no question. He He shook DeMario Davis out of his shoes two times last week. His running was a factor in that game, not just... You know, rushing yards. He doesn't have a ton of those, although it's been surprising when he does. But his movement in the pocket is awesome. And their offensive okay, I'll, line I'll go with you is that. terrible. And I, I really do believe he's moving better than he used to. And I think he's fitting well with Arthur Smith. I think Arthur Smith's reputation as a good coach mm-hmm. for quarterbacks uh, is bearing out, and they're playing against the Cowboys defense that will be without Randy Gregory. He suffered an injury in practice that's too bad. I think he was having a Pro Bowl season, so that's a big loss for their defense. It's it's a significant injury, too. Right, coming off of their best or their worst game of the year, the Cowboys defense.
4: My my favorite thing that happened this week was, you know, coming out of that Denver wipeout of Dallas where we're just – every week you're left with, like, one of these so-called heavies getting destroyed and having to contemplate what it means. But Jerry Jones basically saying – That Denver didn't do anything we weren't expecting. We anticipated it. I went over it carefully with Mike McCarthy before the game. (laughs) What they came out doing, we anticipated completely. We just didn't anticipate them having that kind of success, and they stayed in it. Really?
6: I mean, Dak said that too. Maybe they were just like in their feelings about getting something about that does not. I I kind of buy it. That Denver just flew around in that game on defense. In a way that just I have you haven't seen this year, and I think it was just like they were way more ready to play. Like that game it's was a, a fluke. It's a physical game, and sometimes one team is just like ready to knock you out. Tyron Smith being out, I think, really made a difference, though. Dak got a little spooked by the lack of protection there, and we don't know if he'll be he'll be back on the left side. I love a fluke
4: the- in the sense that it's not going. They're not going to get handled by anyone. The rest of the I mean, year? they're not
6: the
2: greatest team ever, but I fully expect them to get healthy in this game. It was a
6: fluke offensively. I totally agree. I. I it's going to take way more than one game Let's to, see. for is me this to worry is, is about Is this even offense.
2: in the – this isn't in the locks of the no, right? no, no. This, no. Is I, this is the game in the – outside the parameters of our game. Like, I feel super confident about Dallas uh, being humbled and saying, all right, we're going to whoop up on the Falcons' defense, which is not good. Um, we'll see what happens. There any other thoughts on this ball game?
6: Trayvon Diggs, Kyle Pitts might be a fun matchup. Diggs got Very worked goal. a little Just bit last yeah. week. Some penalties that up has not been a plays. fluke though.
4: Outside of his turnover prowess, like there's been a couple games Teams where keep he's been thrown at him. Right. He's
6: so aggressive. uh the Falcons have such a small margin for, error, they kind of need Pitts and Patterson to be big every single game. That's a lot to ask.
2: Um, all right. I am up next. I will grab the Eagles at Broncos. Now I say that last week was a fluke. I mean it more from the perspective of the Cowboys. I think just a lot of things worked against them there and they kind of got stunned. Uh, the Broncos, I thought they played so well that they command a little bit more attention. And Greg, you, you know, I think you kind of bailed on the team of THAL, but you should have stu- you should have hung in there uh, because I think they're a little now. bit frisky. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, a 3-0 and start will really uh, help you out because they started 3-0 against bum teams, and then they ran into incredible turbulence, obviously lost four in a row. But then when you kind of right the ship and they've won their last two games, all of a sudden, bang, we're, we're half game out of first place in the AFC West. They're right there. Von Miller obviously out the door, but they didn't miss him on Sunday. And I think I'll, I'll say this for Teddy, Greg, and he's been a divisive figure on the show. He's not a guy that's going to take you to the promised land and be a superstar offense. But if, if Fangio continues to coach up this defense and they continue to gain traction, Teddy's the right quarterback to get you enough points to win a bunch of close games and
6: all of a sudden you're like whoa the, Bron- the Broncos are playing on wild card weekend that's not mm. out of the picture for me. Yeah, he's coming off one of the best games of his career I thought against Dallas he threw the ball beautifully and playing against this Eagles defense is a dream for oh for goodness. accurate quarterbacks. 5 different quarterbacks have gone over 80% and that's, like, what Teddy does best is kind of be the point guard distributor. They get Noah Fant back and just throw a bunch of seven, eight-yard throws that maybe doesn't get you too excited, but I'm with you. I think it, it should be easy for them to move the ball. And I just think about how frustrating it must be to be an Eagles defender. They just play so passively. Well, they're, they're verbalizing it. Right, like, and just, like, they're not getting any pressure really up front in these games where the quarterbacks get rid of the ball quickly, and you're just Fletcher Cox and Barnett, like, snap after snap not getting anywhere because teams are just picking you apart it's got to be tough
4: it's the, it's the kind of defensive philosophy that always seems to get players grumbling Where, like, if you're Fletcher Cox, he's just saying, I want to be aggressive, we want to go after people. It's like the
6: coordinator in their press conference is always like, we're going to be aggressive, but Jonathan Gannon in Philly is like, we're going to, like, lay back and let you go on really long drives and hope we can make a mistake. I mean, the
4: results suggest that you you would try something else potentially. I totally
6: whiffed on this, by the
2: way. Sirianni, when the fan threw the flowers at him, I forgot about that we even played the quote about, like, he wanted his team to be a pretty little flower. That's oh. why. That's what the flower came Well, from.
4: He didn't respond like a, a pretty He didn't flower. like it. No. I didn't think of that, but somebody That's on Twitter good. was like, oh,
2: you remember the thing about the flowers, that ridiculous hype speech that right. he gave his team.
6: That's wild. You're making me feel bad about giving up on these Broncos. I still made that doubt. They're, they're really injured. Patrick Sertan got hurt. Bowles. They, like, even last week, they took three or four more new injuries. But I think about Wes um, a lot with these Broncos. He always had a, a soft spot for Fangio. He's, he He kind of believed, do you guys remember like in these Broncos teams the last couple of years? Oh, he no. he stuck with the Flacco team originally and thought mm-hmm. that team um, was gonna be good. I've thought about him a lot too because he he thought these Broncos would get there eventually. And he always was the guy defending the Titans too. You know, he was always like kind of on the Titans corner and here's the Titans uh, having having Man, their great year. And uh, we talked about it on Sunday night, Greg. They have a good running game. They have a
2: nice one two punch there with the rookie and Melvin Gordon. So you have that going on. You got Teddy, who's steady. Steady, Teddy. I'm, I'm all right. Tim Patrick making a ton of plays in
6: that game. It hasn't been the offense. If the defense
4: actually... No they're this good, then the Cowboys game was not is a fluke as we described. I already said to you. Duty I know, looks but, th- but it can't Jerry be... Dirty you looks can't frisky. have it both ways, though.
2: I can. I say the Cowboys, <laughs> they'll be fine. But I they think did they will. that
4: to the Cowboys. I
2: know they did. So it was a fluke for the Cowboys. They're not in trouble. But I do think the Broncos could actually build on this. This is such a big game, though, because now if you lay an egg at home against the Eagles, you kind of give back all that momentum.
6: Anything could happen in this game. You could tell me any score combination, either team blowing the other one out, and I would... Wholeheartedly believe. I
4: would ask if, like John Elway and people, all these other people, actually want Fangio to save his job and be the coach after the season. If you are also trying to pitch a landing spot to Aaron Rodgers, there's a disconnect I think, between I think John Elway's happy. He's still getting a check. He lost his job
6: essentially, yeah. and he got a promotion while losing your job and get the check. That's. That's, I
4: just I sense changes level. ahead to some degree. They've that's the first team they've beaten with a winning record. I'm not ready to like completely melt into a puddle of enthusiasm yet over the whole thing.
2: <laughs> I know, I know. Listen, there is a disconnect in your uh, football following that any team that's not going to win the Super Bowl isn't worth getting excited about or ever tracking.
4: Not accurate.
6: That's what I'm doing with I the wrote, Broncos. I accurate. want a t-shirt that just <laughs> <laughs> it says, like, I will not melt into a puddle
2: of yeah, enthusiasm. Yeah, just like,
4: you know, let's see it a couple weeks in a row.
6: <laughs> That's how the sport works. I
2: understand that. But they really there are pieces here to go on a run. And that, d- that division is not nearly well, what we thought it was going to be early in the year. You so believe in it more see. than I do right now. I like it. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Let's see. That's the – oh, Mark, you have the last pick of the draft.
4: I will go because um, I'm pairing this against the Browns-Patriots game – Detroit at Pittsburgh.
6: See, that's why I took two late games. You see what There's I did
4: there? There is not a whole lot going on there? here. Yeah, I mean, it's not I like I'm leaving strat- something great right on nice the table strategy. here. Well, you,
2: yeah, you don't have a yeah. The choices aren't too hot.
4: I, I like, Pittsburgh though. I you have I do. Um, they have my respect. I mean, they always do. But like, they're a tough watch. But they've won four in a row. I think they're just simply a team that handles their business. And I'm not trying to go down this road. I don't know what their ultimate fortunes would be because they seem to be a good but not great team's figuring themselves out. They have the Chargers, Bengals, and Ravens after this Lions game. So we're going to find out real fast what they are. But their offensive line has grown. Um, I think guys that you're adding to the mix, like a Pat Fryermuth who – you know, Mark Caboli, their like, longtime beat writer, said that he kind of compared him to Antonio Brown. And I was like, what? And it's because of the trust that Big Ben has shown in him. And you can kind of see that he's willing to throw it to him. And the incredible things seem to happen when they do. And Big Ben sort of said, we're finding our ways to win. I-, I don't know if I trust this team to do a whole lot more, but you're going to handle Detroit without too, my- too many problems. Maybe no Chase
6: Claypool, though which to me is or almost certainly no Chase Claypool, and we don't know how much. I think that's a big loss. I think the Lions are kind of this every-other-week team. They either get a moral victory... Or the weeks that people actually believe in them, they stink. This feels like a moral victory game. I have I just am not believing <laughs> in the Steelers in terms of like covering these big spreads, for instance. I didn't against the Bears that ended up coming down to the wire. They're they're favored by nine or ten here. I, I hate that. I'd like, stay away from I that. just That's like rough. I feel like the Lions are gonna be in this game and they'll find a way to lose and the Steelers will find a way to win, and that's just right. the right. The
2: Steelers are Steelers are the Steelers. They're at home. They're five and three. They're on a winning streak. <laughs> but there's nothing about the the way that offense plays that tells me anything should be taken as a given that this should be a blowout win. They should win, though because anybody that's played the
6: Lions. Could be like a nice TJ won. Watt defensive player of the year, like rack up three sacks showcase type of game, yes. All
2: right, let's go through the rest of the games here. The Jaguars start with the early games. Jaguars, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. <laughs> Pacific. <laughs> sounds so exciting.
6: This is, this ja- is uh, Mark's team is ja- in this game. You Jaguars 2 excited. and 6 no. at <laughs>
2: Colts 4 and 5. Colts have to win football games. They got the Jags in their building right now. Jacksonville, of course, though, Mark, coming off a great, Inspired defensive effort uh, in which they uh, shut down the Bills' offense, held them to six points in a win.
4: Yeah, I mean, Colts thirty-one points per game since week four. I do. I I could fall for all sorts of things too, um, and I'm not falling for the Jaguars. But there's a little thing about me after watching what they did to the Bills that makes me think could they operate as some sort of one of these berserker teams that, you know, a a couple weeks from now, you don't really want to deal with them. If Trevor Lawrence gets better and better, but it's the defense. I think the defense was so disruptive against, it was a banged up Bills line that I just want to see this matchup because when you put heat on Carson Wentz, we've seen bad things happen. That said, the Colts are the better coach team. They've got They've got a ground game that's on fire right now. James Robinson is still sidelined for the Jaguars. We're not sure what's going on. And this Jaguars offense was 2 of 13 on third down last week and had 218 yards of offense. So that truly was a 9 to 6 game where it was something special happening for the other Josh Allen. Right. I mean, I
6: first of all, good job with the Berserker. That's a nice part of the Sessler brand. you oh, got yeah. to build that. I, there are teams oh, like that. Yeah. You've yeah. had, had it out there. Like yeah, every year yeah. There's, you, Sessler's got his Berserker team. Not sure it's this. We'll see. The Jacks' defensive performance came out of nowhere. They've been terrible all year. The Colts have been very reliable in beating down, like the lesser teams in the NFL. I mean, they beat down the Jets. They beat down the Texans. Like they've been good at that, and I would ex- I expect it to happen because Trevor Lawrence is making fewer big plays since their bye. Do they have a touchdown since their buy? Was thirty-one to six with a touchdown? I think it was. But either way, they they've got fifteen points in in two weeks. So the arrow is not even going up right now for Trevor Lawrence, which it would be nice to see.
4: In, Not a berserker, according to you. No.
2: In we'll other potential slaughter news, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers come off their bye at 6-2 and two and head to FedEx Field to face the Washington <laughs> football team. So you have Tom Brady with an extra week to get healthy and prepare uh, and practice. And now he gets to face the last-ranked
6: pass defense in football, slaughter. And they're, like, annoyed – at least Bruce Arians is maybe they're just looking for motivation. It's a long season, but he's really annoyed by the fact that people have said that Taylor Heineke like lit up their defense. And he's like, we didn't know Taylor Heineke was going to start that game. We thought it was going to be Alex Smith. Like if we had had a plan for Heineke, like we would have destroyed them. So it's probably in their mind. They, they need to find little ways to get up. And I, I think coming off of a buy, even without Antonio Brown and, and maybe, Rob Gronkowski they have great injury news which is Sean Murphy Bunting is back and SMB Car- and Carlton Davis um, at some point it's gonna be back don't know if it's gonna be this week or not but i I love that for them and I, I think they're gonna solve some things Chris Godwin and Mike Evans have quietly like been so good this year especially Godwin like he, you just kind of expect it uh they they are the reason that offense goes along with Brady like it's not the Antonio Brown and the gronk stuff sprinkled on the side
4: Washington is like regressed from the last time these two teams. You know, faced each other, and I don't really trust them to do a thing. They haven't scored more than 13 points since October 10th.
2: Is that everything? I think it is. One last thing in the... I thought you meant with that game. Well, yeah. Uh, One last thing, Greg, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. It's kind of a somber topic, uh, but ex-NFL star Frank Gore to fight ex-NBA star Deron Williams in boxing match
6: on Jake Paul, Tommy Fury undercard. It's it's a somber topic. I mean, I'm I'm concerned for his health, certainly. Uh, but he's a competitor. I mean, I'll tell you where my money's going on that game. If we were allowed right. to do such things uh, on that match, rather, I think we are. No, we're not. Nothing. You can't. You can't Nothing? do anything. You can't. You can't bet on anything if you work for the NFL. Well,
2: Come see, on. I don't even know the rules because that's not something yeah, that's that not interests a... me.
6: Uh, Frank Gord, Frank. Greg Tanks. knows the rules.
4: I Gunna feel, like, that I Shut up, I feel like most Greg of us know that that rule that we're not. I don't know what you've been doing, Dan, with your free time. But
6: uh, obviously not we gambling. We do have to take like an hour long um, ch- training session every Here's year the thing. online. You do have to take the training session. You
2: don't
4: have to pay attention to right.
6: anything that <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, that
4: is. You could have multiple screens open. Uh, it's <laughs> absolutely fine. I,
6: I'm a little worried. It's kind of like. I want him to win this, you know, match and then retire from boxing. It sounds like he's been training for this for years. He was doing it even as a player. You, you worry about Frank. I guess well, what he's if he goes in
4: then. and drops a bomb? Like maybe oh, he'll, he better he'll clean it up. Maybe Darren Williams, What's please.
6: Wrong? Total disappointment with the Nets. What a terrible contract, Darren Williams. This guy's not tough. Wasn't How much taller is he than yeah, I don't know. Frank Gore? Though he uh, a lot taller. Frank Gore, when I did my I article it. on him, he, he couldn't have been. I know he's listed at 5'9". He could not have been taller than 5'7 or so. And and Williams, yeah, is an NBA player. Do, have the, do we have our missive uh, music, Ricky? Because
2: I just realized in this in the story, Frank Gore uh, released a statement. Oh, wow. I'm excited to be fighting on this card and can't wait to show the world what I've been working on. Boxing has me excited and on December 18th, expect fireworks with a slammer. I think he's got to work on his statements a little bit.
6: Sounds confident. One of the toughest NFL players of his generation. He, Third in NFL history, 16,000 rushing yards. I guess he's officially retired. It hit, you know, between him and he was retired. Larry Fitzgerald, we haven't actually gotten the right. I'm retired moment yeah. from either one he, of them. Sometimes the NFL retires you, and for
2: Frank, it appears that's what eventually happened, but guy was what a run class act he'll, you know what i'd really like i want frank gore to do whatever he wants when it, to be happy but he feels like a guy would be a great guy in a coaching staff and maybe that's where he ends up in time but
4: we shall see if it makes him happy maybe I gotta he'll pay- be
6: the heavyweight champion of the world i don't so, know no, i mean no. i love frank gore so much you know you guys are welcome to come over that night because i'm buying some showtime paper oh yeah i gotta i gotta watch frank gore or, or if someone's got a good stream for me One or the other. I don't like what Deron Williams' statement is.
2: Combat sports have been a part of my life since my youngest days. Before I was a basketball player, I was a wrestler. Since 2015, I've had the privilege of owning an MMA gym. And through that, I've trained in various martial arts. Oh, shit, Greg. Various martial arts (laughs) to stay active. Over the last year, I've been waiting for the right opportunity to translate my training into a professional debut. Oh, Frankie, I'm a little worried about Duran's been all over this thing. It
4: could be, you know, I, I, as a kid, I remember we went over to some uh, father and son's house with like 80 fathers and sons to watch Tyson Spinks. And the guy was making like microwave popcorn and the fight was over before the popcorn was done. So I, I hope, <laughs> I wish for your sake, Greg, that it lasts longer.
6: Classic Tyson Spinks. Nice. That nice. Was good. Yeah, that's a good one.
4: Well, you guys were like four years old sucking on like no, lollipops. Heard, back, I, and I, I watched that at. fight as well. It was like yeah. 37 seconds.
6: Yeah, Darren Williams. I don't know. The inconvenient truth is scared by no. Wait, no basketball this is on player. YouTube. I mean, I don't know if the, I don't know if this site is the most accurate way uh, to find out his name. Maybe just YouTube. And there's clip so about many him. different. Darren Williams. All right, I don't
2: know. Yeah,
4: I think that's. Darren
6: Williams. <laughs> All right, so
2: we will be back. Okay, we will be back. We will be back on uh, Saturday morning on uh, NFL Network, the Around the NFL broadcast. Two hours we go through the entire league, two, two minutes a team. It's a lot of fun. Please check it out. You can get it uh, over on uh, Game, you know, the NFL Game Pass app in the UK. I think you could probably get it here too on Game Pass. I don't know. Or check it out on NFL Network. Uh, and then we have our Sunday flagship show, where we recap every game we just previewed here Sunday night, of course. And yes, again Thursday night, uh, Ravens Dolphins mini pod, Zeuser with a special guest. All right, let's go. <laughs> this is the old Zeuser, Dan Zeus signing up for the old boss. Quiet storm, Ricky Hollywood, Grave Digger, heed the call.
1: Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
5: Hey
2: guys, back at the playground again, huh?
1: Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go
6: surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool.
4: I'm in.
0: Ah, ski slopes. Let's
4: do it. Um, tenor a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby.
7: Wait.